Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the November 10th edition of The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. I am privileged to be coming to you live from the NSN Arena in the heart of Brooklyn. The Court Report, brought to you by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m., right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Every week, we will take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League-related, including scores, standings, and interesting topics covering all of your Yeshiva sports needs. If it interests you, it'll be here, because this show is all about you. Had a game this week? Let us know. Friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weisselberg, W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is YLS Wise Guy. That's Y-L-S. W-E-I-S-G-U-Y, or email me at Elliot at NachumSiegel.com, because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. A big thank you once again to Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for sponsoring the show. Mike Feller and the gang are amazing people who have been supplying trophies to Yeshiva League champions for over 10 years now. A mazel tov to the Feller family as well as the Zornitzer family on the marriage of Karen Feller to Dr. Matthew Zornitzer. Please contact Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for all of your trophy and plaque needs. We have an amazing lineup for you today. Just as we did for hockey last week, we'll bring you up to date on the first few weeks in basketball, where several marquee matchups have already enthralled the league. After that, we'll review the JewishHoopsAmerica.com national top 25. Then we'll move over to the hockey court where it was a rough week for Rambam Varsity on the scoreboard, but definitely a jump up in the threat credibility department. So without further ado, let's span the city to bring you all things Yeshiva League. So call your family, call your friends, let them know we're on, and here we go. We tip off the show with varsity basketball, where the leagues look quite different than when we left off last season. Westchester, Simchastayim, Chaim, Or Hatora, and Sinai Academy are gone. As such, the league has been trimmed down to 18 teams, consisting of two divisions of nine teams each. Similar to hockey, the top six will make the playoffs, with the top two receiving buys. The divisions are as follows. In the East, defending league champion DRS Wildcats with new coach Abram Stein at the helm. Perennial Brooklyn contenders, the Mag and David Warriors. Two-sport powerhouse, the Hafter Hawks. The early season Eastern Division favorite, the North Shore Stars. The Cooper Tournament Tier 2 champion, Flatbush Falcons with new coach, former Frisch coach Avi Bornstein at the helm. The Stephen Beta-led YDE Thunder. The perimeter-heavy game of the Derekatora Bulldogs. And finally, the Rambam Ravens and Hank Hurricanes round out the division. Out west, the boys from the Heights, the MTA Lions. Randy Dolney's perennial championship contender, Ramaz Rams. The Frisch Cougars with new coach, Joe Schwartz. Rafi Halpert's Riverdale crew, the SAR Sting. TABC Storm. Mag and David tournament champion, Heschel, Heschel Heat, coached by Evan Pickman and former college basketball star, Abe Kieta. And finally, the JEC Thunder, the Hillel Heat, and Kushner Cobras wrap up things in the west. We start off our weekly recap with a game that happened two weeks ago in the Heights between the MTA Lions and the Mag and David Warriors. MTA looked to rebound from a tough loss at the hands of Ramaz a few days earlier while the Warriors would be making their season debut. The first half went back and forth with neither team able to take a substantial lead, concluding the first half tied at 24 apiece. In the second half, Mag and David got hot on a perfect 4-for-4 shooting from senior center Aaron Harari, netting 9 of his team-high 17 points en route to a 10-point lead. But MTA battled back to tie the score late and send the game to overtime. 
overtime. In the overtime, the Warriors took control early and held down the fort with free throws to earn the 60-53 victory. Joey Batesh had 13, and Jake Sutton grabbed 10 rebounds in the win for the Warriors. On to this week's action, where preseason contender Frisch traveled to meet up with early season surprise Heschel on Monday night. This game turned into the Kevin Gindy Justin Hode show as the Heschel and Frisch seniors took the teams on their backs and made this a phenomenal prelude to potential February action. Hode paced Frisch with 19 points on 6 of 12 shooting, including an incredible 5 of 9 from beyond the arc. But Gindy was on call when his team needed it most, up 4 with 2 minutes to go. Gindy took a steal the length of the court and put it in the bucket for 2 of his game-high 20 points. Heschel improved to 2-1-1 with the win. The biggest difference in the game for both teams was the secondary scoring. Heschel was aided by the return of senior Kenny Storch, who added 13 to back up Gindy's effort. Frisch had seven players to hit the score sheet for a more balanced effort, but none in double digits, with Abbasidlo following up Hode with six. Heschel seemed to be riding a wave that harkens back to the days of Daniel Kasman and Ezra Ellenberg, the duo that led Heschel to a JV championship in 2009. So this leads us to our first Facebook question of the day from last week on the Court Rivals group on Facebook. By the way, we will have a page up this week. So for now, send me a member request for the group, and when it's up, like the page. But... Back to our question now. After tournament victories over expected favorites TABC, SAR, and Ramaz, and an early season win over Frisch, does Heschel now enter the championship picture? If not, what more do they need to do to get there? Or is this all early season luck? You decide. Vote and comment on it. We want to hear your thoughts, and if we like what you have to say, it may be read back next week. Speaking of which, last week's question, which is still up on the group wall, which which of the finishes from the Cooper tournament best mirrors that of the potential finish in the Yeshiva League season? Flatbush's Tier 2 tournament victory was selected, and I found it interesting because I'm not sure that I agree. I feel that if the season were to end today, that would be the case. However, give Coach Bornstein enough time for a style to permeate through the, through a team with talents like Joey Dayon and Michael Haddad, and I think that by playoff time, Flatbush will be in a position to exceed a Tier 2-like expectation. I actually feel that the more realistic answer would be a North Shore Championship appearance. To this point, the Stars have hit the ground running, and with the exception of a close and tough loss to Ramaz in what was effectively the first action of the preseason in Mag and David, without the services of senior guard Josh Shmuel, Elliot Steinmetz's squad has played effectively, knocking off top-level competition in Memphis as well as after this week 61-53. So my bet would be on North Shore living up to the standard that it set last week in Tennessee. Back to the action. Frisch bounced back from a tough loss, uh, from this tough loss, with a great comeback with 47-40 victory over MTA last night. MTA jumped out to a 30-21 lead at the half before Frisch's defense clamped down on the Lions, holding them to 10 points in the second half and only two in the fourth quarter alone. During that stretch, the Cougars outscored the Lions by 16 to roll back and take the seven-point victory. Justin Hode put up another double-digit night, tallying 14 points. Benny Tuckman dropped 12 for the Cougars as well, adding four steals to the effort. All right, other scores from the week. DRS down Derek Hattora, 43-27. MTA rebounded from the loss to Megan David to Stanley DeVeet Kushner, 59-42. Darche Erez stayed perfect with the victory over Hank. TABC torched JEC, 66-35. Ramaz defeated Kushner, 57-38, in a game that also doubled as a semifinal match for the annual Sam Guinness Memorial Tournament. Jamie Capel drained 21 in the win for the Rams. They'll face Flatbush today, who defeated SAR in the other semifinal, a non-league game, 45-43. Finally, Mag and David routed fellow Brooklyn team Derek Hattora 56-35. Time to head over to JV Basketball, where 23 teams are split into four divisions based on geographic location. The Eastern Conference is comprised of two divisions of 13 total teams as follows. The Long Island Division with members Hank, North Shore, Hafter, Ezra, 
DRS, and Rambam, the Brooklyn division containing Flatbush, YDE, Mag and David, Derek HaTorah, Or HaTorah, Lave Bunim, and Share Torah. The West holds two divisions in which 10 teams are split. The NYC division will be represented by N- uh, MTA, SAR, Heschel, Ramaz, and Westchester, while the New Jersey division yields Frisch, Hillel, TABC, Kushner, and JEC. We'll start off in the West, where the TABC Storm and JEC Thunder faced off in the second game of the season for both teams. JEC, coming off a 20-point loss to defending champion Kushner, sped out of the gate, raining three-pointers on back-to-back possessions, but TABC held tough and taking a 24-21 lead into the break. The second half was all TABC, though, as two-sports sophomore power forward Yoshua Naor owned both ends of the court, putting in 6 of his 10 points while grabbing 20 rebounds on the night. TABC held JEC to only 3 points in the third quarter en route to the 43-33 victory. Gavi Smith added 10 for the Storm, who upped their record to 2-0. Other JV basketball scores on the week. DRS and Frisch both walk away with large victories. Hafter topped Hank 48-22, and Heschel defeats Norshaw by 2 on a brilliant buzzer-beater jumper by Sammy Mandel. Heschel and MTA squared off this afternoon. Now taking a look at the national top 25 for this last week. The top ranking in the national poll went to EULA after their victory in the Cooper tournament last week. The top Yeshiva League ranking went to North Shore at number 2. Following them at number 3 was Ramaz. The third Yeshiva League ranked was TABC at number 5, Heschel following them at number 6, Frisch at 10, DRS at 11, Hafter at 12, NSAR at 13. You have a nice block there of Yeshiva League teams. Flopbush at 15 after their Tier 2 championship. Mag and David at 20, and Kushner at 23. So that accounts for 10, 10 spots taken up by Yeshiva League teams nationwide. It looks as if the Yeshiva League will have very, very good representation as the season goes on. Now, for those of you that have listened to the Tuesday morning sports report on JM and the AM, you've probably noticed that the report is generally geared towards the men's sports. However, on this show, we're going to try to expand our horizons a little, and we'll look to bring you news from the women's world as well. The girls' basketball world is split up into two leagues for varsity, dubbed Varsity A and Varsity B, as well as the JV League. In Varsity A action this week, Flatbush ups their record to 3-0 after two big wins over Heschel and North Shore this week. Lauren Berkowitz topped the, Fla- the Falcons with 16 points in the wins over Heschel. Victoria Gindy put in 11 in both, leading the team over North Shore. Hill defeated Maya Note 50-30. Hafter down North Shore 39-21. Hillel, Kushner, and Maya Note and Frisch did battle this afternoon. Over in the B League, Elon topped Ruri at 30-27, and Mag and David and SKA walked away with victories. Alright, shifting gears now to hockey. Varsity Hockey kicked off the week with a great game in Rambam Sunday night. Rambam jumped out to an early 1-0 lead on a goal by Avi Martin in the first period, but the Wildcats battled back and early in the second, senior Avi Jenikowski put one home to tie it up, but Jenna was not done. Not too long after, Jenikowski put home another one to give DRS a lead it would not lose. Junior defenseman Moshe Ganuth would add an insurance goal, leading to a 3-1 DRS victory. Both teams would play again over the week. DRS stayed undefeated, downing Darche Erez the next night. Rambam would play host to Frisch on Wednesday night. Rambam battled back from deficits of 1-0 and 2-1 and 3-2 before Frisch finally pulled away for the 5-4 victory. The game was tied at 3-3 early in the third before junior Odi Haramadi put home two to pull away for good. The Ravens added one in a furious comeback attempt, but goalie Alex Kirschenbaum and the defense held strong, staving off Rambam to keep themselves undefeated. 
Another team playing two games on the week was the Western Division leading Ramaz Rams. Ramaz took three out of a possible four points, tying MTA 1-1 on Wednesday night, and then defeating Hank 3-2 last night on Long Island. Daniel Shub scored three of the four Ramaz goals on the week. Huda Bloom netted the other. Ramaz's record is now 3-1-1, giving them seven points and a one-point lead on both Frisch and Kushner, who picked up the third win in four games by shellacking Flatbush 7-0 in Brooklyn on Thursday night. Ellie Schwartz netted four in the effort, upping his goal count to 15 in four games. Yo-Yo Hakakian, Effie Alman, and Corey Copps each added one. Max Schlussel played stellar in net for the shutout victory. In other games, North Shore picked up their first win 9-0 over YDE, earning a split on a week where they lost a wild offensive game to Mag and David 9-7. Aaron Harari put home six goals on the game for the Warriors. Finally, TABC overpowered SAR 4-2. SAR went up early, but following a timeout, TABC went on a tear, scoring four straight on two goals from Arie Berman, a power play marker from Alex Malik, and one from Shmuel Levy, who also added two assists on the night. Taking a look at the standings, DRS is now 4-0 with 8 points. Behind them are Rambam and Flatbush tied at 3-2 with 6 points. Hafter, Mag and David, and North Shore all have 1 win and are locked at 2 points. And Solomon Schechter, YDE, and Hank round out the East still looking for their first victories. Out West, Ramaz leads with a 3-1-1 record for 7 points. Frisch and Kushner are tied with 6 points. TABC follows them up at 2-0. SAR is in last place in division with two points, following closely behind MTA and JEC, who are tied at three points. Speaking of JEC, let's return to last week's Facebook question. I asked you all, will JEC Varsity make the playoffs, having defeated SAR and playing Cushion to overtime? The majority of you answered no, and I'm somewhat perplexed by it. As poster David Schwartzman wrote, if you can upset a top team and six out of seven teams make it, make it, the chances are you wind up making the playoffs. I think that about sums it up. But here's some food for thought. JEC and SAR play once more this season. Hypothetically speaking, let's say that both SAR and JEC lose every other game in the division this season. This is hypothetical, of course. Besides for the remaining games they play with each other, the difference between the two may come down to the games that they play in December in SAR rink. However, even then, a JEC loss wouldn't get SAR out of the woods just yet. JEC's remaining schedule is still more favorable than SAR's, as JEC has yet to play their out-of-conference schedule, and the two games they play are against Solomon Schechter and YDE, which are two extremely winnable games for the Thunder. SAR has already played one of their out-of-conference games, a a win over North Shore, but will still have to contend with Rambam. That being the case, if SAR can pull together and notch off a few in-conference wins in their rink, they can put the pressure on JEC. It also pays to see what goes on with MTA, however, as their schedule is no gimme either, with two games remaining against both teams, as well as a rough out-of-conference schedule against DRS and Hafter. Okay, now on to JV, where we return to Rambam last Sunday to talk about a solid late win by the Wildcats that may be remembered more for how the game was won just as much as the game itself. Halfway into the first period, DRS goes up on the goes up first on the board when sophomore Isaac Freeze, and remember the name folks, put one past Rambam goalie Charlie Altman for the 1-0 lead. Okay, time winding down in the first period, Rambam on a power play. Daniel Lichter sends a laser from the point past DRS's Gabriel Miller to even things at one. 
Both sides traded opportunities for the better part of the next two periods, but the game came down to the final 12 seconds when Sam Schechter flipped the ball into the middle. At the same time, Freeze was battling in the middle with a Rambam defenseman. Freeze lost his balance, and in an attempt to regain himself, Schechter's flip glanced off the side of his foot and bounced in the near side of the net. The referees convened and determined that the goal would stand. This brings us to a segment that I like to call Rulebook Review, where we'll take a look every now and then at calls like these and break down what the real story should be. According to the Elite Yeshiva League Hockey Rulebook, and yes, there is such a thing, and I'll hopefully post it for all of you on Facebook later tonight. There is a Yeshiva League Hockey Rulebook, believe it or not. Anyways, Rule 31D reads, If an attacking player has the ball deflect into the net off his foot or body in any manner, the goal shall be allowed. The player who deflected the ball shall be credited with the goal. The goal shall not be allowed if the ball has been intentionally kicked with his foot using a distinct kicking motion and subsequently enters the net. In this case, because the ball merely deflected off the foot does not invalidate the goal. Freeze would have had to have wound up and deliberately kicked at the ball in order for the goal to not count. Since the ball merely unintentionally deflected into the, into the goal, the referees got the call right. In other JV news, Frisch blanked Ramaz 5-0. The Bryn brothers, Steven and Yehuda, combined for four goals on the night. Matty Reinhardt posted the shutout for the Cougars. Solomon Freilich and SAR continued to turn heads out west. The Sting put the, week, put the West on notice this week, downing the previously undefeated TABC Storm 3-2 in Riverdale on Thursday. Freilich added two, pushing his JV leading total up to nine on the season. SAR remains undefeated and currently sits on top of the Western Conference. TABC will get their chance at revenge at the end of December and will look to do so with a full team as they played this game without the services of starting offenseman Daniel Levy and other offensemen Zach Rothenberg and Josh Deschino. TABC is now tied with Kushner in second at four points apiece. Other action, JEC and Hillel tied at three in deal last night. And finally, Rombaum and Flatbush played in what was a stellar goalie battle last night in Brooklyn. Moshe Iluz and Charlie Altman put on a clinic for the Falcons and Ravens respectively before freshman Daniel Yitzhaki broke through late in the second period and Harry Tannen capped a 2-0 Raven victory off with a breakaway goal late in the third. The Ravens upped their record to 3-1 but are still behind the Falcons who have 7 points. So, after racking up 7 out of a possible 10 points to start the season, Flatbush has put themselves ahead of the pack of 5 teams that are battling for what many believe will be one available playoff spot come February. The 5 teams consist of Flatbush, Hank, Magan David, North Shore, and Westchester. So, Facebook question number 2 on the night. Which of these teams do you think will join DRS, Hafter, and Rambam in the playoffs? Or a second question that you can answer separately. Will one of these three teams not make it, opening the door for another of the five teams listed to sneak in? Some clarity will hopefully be offered this Tuesday night when Flatbush battles North Shore. Speaking of games this week, we're at the two-minute warning, so let's finish up by running down the games to watch for the coming week. I just gave you the one for JV Hockey. Both teams are jockeying for position, and Flatbush could put some distance between themselves and Mag and David, who came back to top North Shore 2-1 over the week. Other games in JV Hockey this week, we have Hafter and North Shore uh, doing battle Monday night. We have DRS and Mag and David also doing battle on Monday night. We have Hill and MTA doing battle on Wednesday night. And Hill plays again against Kushner in Kushner on Saturday night. For the varsity schedule, the game to watch this week will be... MTA and DRS, who play on Wednesday night. Other games over the week, North Shore will play in Hafter on Monday night. DRS will play in Mag and David on Monday night. 
Rambam and SAR face off on Tuesday night. That should be a good battle, as I said before. SAR is looking to up their out-of-conference uh, out conference record so that they can keep pace with JEC when it comes down to the playoff race. As I said, the MTA and DRS game, that's one that will be incredibly hard fought. Mag and David and YDE, Frisch and Kushner, and JEC and Ramaz face Thursday. Just back to the MTA DRS game. This is this is a huge rivalry for many years for many years now. Uh, as, as we know, last year MTA and DRS faced off in the semifinals, and for the last two years actually. Last year, uh, two years ago, M uh, DRS got the upper hand on MTA. Whereas this past year, MTA managed to come back from three from a, sorry from a 2-1 deficit late in the third to score two two incredible goals. David Ort and then senior Moshe Lifshitz scored for the for the MTA Lions to give the Lions a 3-2 victory and send them on to the finals. Okay, now moving over to basketball. In JV basketball, Heschel and TABC will square off this week. Also fighting this week will be YDE and Orha Torah tomorrow night. Shari Torah and Mag and David will face Tuesday night. Flatbush and YDE and SAR and Ramaz will do battle on Wednesday night. DRS and Rambam, the Long Island rivals within a couple of miles of each other, one mile or two miles of each other, will face off on Saturday night. Kushner and TABC will also square off on Saturday night. And JEC and Westchester round out the JV basketball schedule. Moving on to varsity. It's a packed week this week. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games. JEC will face off against Ramaz. Hafter will face YDE. North Shore and Frisch, as I said. Uh, as, sorry, not as I said, but this is this is the game for me to watch this week. This may be a prelude to the to a championship game, the way both teams have started their seasons out. Derek Hattora will face Hillel. DRS and TABC, the last four, will happen on Tuesday night. SAR and JEC and Rambam and Mag and David will each do battle on Wednesday night. SAR and Kushner and Heschel and Flatbush will have their go on Thursday night. And to round out the week in, var in boys varsity basketball will be JEC at Hank, Kushner at TABC, and DRS at Rambam on Saturday night. Over in the girls' uh, schedule for the week, on Monday night, Hafter will battle Ramaz. Heschel will battle Hank on Tuesday. Frisch and Central will also do battle on Tuesday. SAR and Kushner will also round out that Tuesday schedule. On Wednesday, Hafter will face off against Flatbush, and Thursday, SAR will face Frisch. Finally, rounding out the B schedule, SKA will face off against Bruria, and Shalamis will face off against Ilan on Thursday, and Bruria will face off again later on in the week. The, the first Bruria game against SKA will be Monday night. The second Bruria game against Shari Torah will happen on Thursday night. So, as time winds down, I'd like to first give a shout-out to all of the veterans out there. Tomorrow being Veterans Day, I remind everyone to give a thank you to those who fight to ensure that we have the freedom and the safety to play our sports by putting their lives on the line for all of us. To all past and present servicemen, I offer my deepest gratitude. Before we wrap up, I also want this to be a show of inspiration. So from time to time, if I think that I can find something that will help me parlay a message to you, as I did last week, I'll do my best to get it to you. And as such, I think I found a song that, coupled with today's parting message, will exemplify what coaches mean when they say that they want you to give it all you have out there. So I think that to best get this message across, here is All You Got by Eighth Day.
25 years You go up to heaven, you climb all those stairs They won't ask you, were you wise like Solomon? They won't ask you, were you strong like Samson? They'll ask just one question and you give just one answer It's the end of the game and only one thing matters They'll say, did you give it all you got? Cause in this life you only have what you got so give it, give it, give it all you got In this world we only have We only have what we got So give it, give it, give it all you got If you say it's easy, I'll say it's not You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got And if you say it's not for you, I'll say it's your lot You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got and Say you're tired, I'll say tick-tock You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got And you could put my album on a shelf to write just Give it, give it, give it, give it all you got those tears you look in the mirror you face all your fears don't be a fool trying to be wise like solomon only the weak try to be strong like samson oh no oh no i did what i said i got no one to blame only one thing matters at the end of the game they'll say did you give it all you got cause in this life you only have what you got so give it, give it, give it all you got In this world we only have We only have what we got So give it, give it, give it all you got If you say it's easy, I'll say it's not You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got And if you say it's not for you, I'll say it's your lot You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got Say you're tired, I'll say tick tock You gotta give it, give it, give it, give it all you got No need to put my album on the shelf to write Just yeah. give it, give it, give it, give it all you got Alright, once again, that was All You Got by 8th Day before I leave you tonight, I want to thank you for joining me. My thanks again to Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for their support. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports report. Again, if you missed any part of this episode, it, you can catch the encore presentation this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. following the Book of Life by Charlie Harari. Or you can find the court report on iTunes or the Nahum Siegel Network app on iPod. Tomorrow morning, jam in the aim with Nahum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the stream NahumSiegel.com, jaminthem.org, or on your radio 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM Rockland County. And remember these words from the wise. It doesn't matter how much you have as long as you give it all you've got. Good night, everybody. Drive home safe.